Hello, citizens of Nerdtropolis. Sean Todd here, the mayor of Nerdtropolis, and I have a special interview for all of you today featuring Patrick Ness. He is the author of the Chaos Walking book trilogy and the co-screenwriter of the Chaos Walking movie starring Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. Hey, Patrick, thanks for making the time to chat and congrats on a great film adaptation of your book, The Knife of Letting Go. I've watched it twice, Chaos Walking, and um, <laughs> it's very entertaining. Good. Um, sci-fi <laughs> flick. I'm, it's a great movie. It has classic Western vibes. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. I really tried to, the Western vibes were intentional from the very beginning in the writing of the book. I wanted to write a Western that sort of slowly revealed itself to be sci-fi. Yeah, I love the combination. Um, this is not your first time a book of yours has become a movie. What are some of the main obstacles you face when adapting your work into a film? Well, it's interesting because the, the, the emotional stuff, the way you're emotionally attached to a book is usually the biggest obstacle because you think, you know, I've spent all my time creating this thing and it's perfect, you know, that sort of thing. It's not, of course, it's not perfect, but it's my kind of, you know, it's my thing. And so what I've really tried to do to get over that is I have tried to look at the movie as a remix of the book. It doesn't replace the book. The book still stays. So I try to keep in the mindset that I am remixing it into something else that need, with different needs. And that kind of lets me let go of the, um, oh, my baby, you know, kind of emotional, yeah. <laughs> emotional thing about the book. Um, but, you know, technically it's just that movies are not novels. Movies at most are a long, short story. So um, how do you get across all the things you really wanted to get across in a much shorter space? But if you look at it like that, it's a really good creative challenge, I think. And I, I kind of, I look at it that way a big, big puzzle to solve. Yeah, it was great to watch you on the big screen. And the noise is one of the many driving forces of this film. How did you come up with the concept? Well, when I was writing the book, sort of 2007, 2008, that was kind of the first social media golden age where we were right. all really, you know, we were deep in it. We were happy and we thought, look, this great thing we've invented. And even then though, I thought, well, that's a bit noisy feeling. You know, suddenly you've got so much more information than you ever had from strangers, from, you know, from your friends. And I thought, well, okay, what if the next logical step was that you had no choice but to share absolutely everything? And I thought how awful that would be and how awful that would be, especially if you were a young person in the time of your life when you needed privacy to really screw up, you know, and you needed to figure out who you were. And now sort of 12, 13 years later, Social media is not the all benevolent thing we thought it was. There's some really good parts to it. I'm not saying, you know, put the genie back in the bottle, but uh, um, ask the question of, okay, what does this noise affect? You know, what does all of this lack of privacy affect? And what do now the people who use that confusion for sort of malicious and nefarious ends? So just keep asking the questions. That's where the noise came from. Um, and then it was just how to put it on screen. Right, and it's 2021. I think it makes more sense today too than it did back then when you first created it. I think it's a very important topic today in 2021. I think so too, especially uh, for people growing up in it. That because uh, um, you know someone who's 19 years old today had an entirely different upbringing than I did, and completely. And that's you know, and that's there's no bad thing here. I had an entirely different upbringing than my parents. So you know, I'm not saying oh kids today that this is how it goes. But I think just to be aware of in this, it's not new anymore, but still from a newish medium, are we fully aware of our danger spots and where we need to protect ourselves more? So I, I, that's all I want to say. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be a preacher about it because I don't believe that. It's just uh, watch out for yourself as always, right. as every generation should have. Right. 
And the noise was nicely done on screen. I loved watching it come to life. Um, were you afraid that the audience might find it cheesy? Ooh, cheesy, cheesy was probably fourth or fifth down the list. It was mostly, right. I didn't want them to find it confusing. Right. And, um, uh, or distracting. And so there were lots and lots and lots of sort of thematic discussions about the noise first to decide what is it, you know, if we're going to portray it, what is it? So we've got a guiding principle. And I always argued, I said, it's essentially emotional because our brains, when we, before we filter thoughts through speech, are stormy emotional places. And so if, if the noise is an emotional thing, let's think about that. What does an emotion look like? And, and so you get the flares and you get the colors. And, and I think that as a guiding principle really helped us because you can kind of understand that. You, can, you, you know when you feel like you're pulsing with rage or fear or something. So it was a... Uh, Cheesy bothered me less than, right. <laughs> than, than a mess. It looked, it looked great, you know, it looked amazing. I really love seeing it, you know, work in the movie. And like, it, it was really beautiful, to be honest, to see all the different types of, you know, rage, emotions, all the emotions go through. It was really great to see on screen. Yeah, I really liked it too. I really like what they did with David Oyelowo, especially the preacher. So it was a oh, yeah. going on. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And um, how did it feel to see your characters come to life with such an amazing cast? Yeah, the cast is crazy. I mean, the cast is just crazy cool. Uh, I doubt I'll ever get a cast that cool ever again, ever in anything I ever do. And that is a that's just amazing. And uh, and just the breadth of it. And, um, you know, and also these people, lots of these people were cast just before they exploded, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, since since her casting, Cynthia Revo has two Oscar nominations. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that kind of stuff. Um, it's just, it's incredible. And it's incredible. Um, it's kind of a, this is, seems gonna seem kind of dumb, but it's kind of a giggly kind of incredible because all I ever dreamt of as a kid was just to be able to publish a book and hold a published book in my hand. So everything after that is sort of ridiculous cake, really. And, so right. it's kind of and cool. Tom Holland and Daisy Ripley, their chemistry was undeniable. Um, yeah. It worked brilliantly on that. I heard she was a big fan of your books before getting the role. Yeah, she sent me a really, really lovely letter about um, Viola's character and how she felt about it, how she saw it. It just was lovely. Actually, they don't have to do that. And uh, just to have her reach out, the very first actor to cast, the very first actor to reach out, it really, it was lovely of her, but it also got the ball rolling. Um, and so a real big credit to her. Real big fan of Daisy Ridley. So. Yeah, I'll tell you who my favorite character was, was actually Manchi. Yeah. Um, the dog, is that Winston is his real name? The Winston, dog? yeah. Winston, I mean, yeah. Sometimes Lamborghini, but sometimes Winston. <laughs> I really loved him, and I felt the strong emotion between Tom Holland and, and Winston in that movie. Um, how hard was it to find a dog that would fit what you were hoping for for Manchi? There were some hilarious series of pictures of Doug Lyman auditioning dogs, just playing with dogs, you know, different kinds of dogs. And he's the one who finally picked Winston. And then it was interesting on set, we said, they told us we really only want Winston to bond with Tom. So don't, don't pet Winston, <laughs> try not to look at Winston directly. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but it was very much let the two of them just be the two of them. And, uh, and yeah, that worked, you know, that Winston and Tom fell in love. So that's got to come across on screen. That's our love story. Um, are you working on possible sequels? Because I wanted more after this. I know it was a long time <laughs> in the making, but this is yeah. something that was, you know, it's hard to probably get a sequel going, but your work is great. And seeing them adapted into film is always Thank a plus. There's, well, there's two more books. You know, right. that's all I'm saying. It's up to the audience. <laughs> books. So uh, lots of material to go. Yeah, a lot of good reasons to watch this movie. What other projects are you currently working on? I am working on an adaptation of Lord of the Flies with um, Luca Guadagnino, director of Call Me By Your Name. 
Um, and I've got a few other things I can't really talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're busy, obviously. We know that you've been busy for a very long time working on, on several different lucky. things. I'm just really trying to embrace the luck that I've been given, you know, for as long as it lasts. Right. Um, what is one good reason people should go watch Chaos Walking? Because it's about time to get back to the big screen. Uh, or, you know, or video on demand, if that's what your thing is. But, you know, it's, an, it's a really exciting couple hours uh, that has, you know, it's about something at its core. It's got two extremely appealing lead, lead characters. So, you know, you could do a lot worse on your, right. on your Easter weekend. So there's two good reasons, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. Those okay. are two good reasons to go watch oh. the movie too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland's arms. That's what people right. are always talking about. <laughs> exactly. Especially when he's in the water. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I appreciate your time. I really enjoyed the movie and I look forward to seeing more of your books turned into film. It's always great to see that. And uh, we'll catch your next book and then your next pieces of work. Excellent. Thank you so much, Sean. This is really All good. right. Yeah. Thank you, Patrick.